0: Hello, hello, hello. Greetings on this Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. This is the only Sassy Nation podcast. So I am going to go off the cuff the whole entire episode. Um no stats. No stuff like that. Um, obviously, if you want fantasy football, you have to have a paid subscription to the assassination, and I'll give you the wire, the waiver wire with your who you should drop, who you should add, um, who you should start stuff. But that's only for paid subscribers, which is only two ninety nine a month, and you get a whole buttload of stuff, exclusive content and whatnot when you subscribe so go and do that right now I'll wait okay <laughs> so a lot to unpack really um, didn't I tell you that the Rams were gonna start sinking I'm telling you the first eight games they look like Super Bowl contenders like all you thought, because I did get into um, a little, t- you know, tiff with um, some fans on Instagram on that, because um, I thought the Rams were good, but I can tell you, uh, no, they're not. They're not Super Bowl contenders, even though they landed OBJ, and they'll make them a Super Bowl contender. Um, anyhow, just saw that last night against the 49ers who are not a Super Bowl contender either, but played tougher, better, and with more energy than the Rams did last night. Um, and what happened to like the Rams' offensive line? Um, not really giving Stafford that much time to throw the ball, like they usually do. But, anyhow... So that was last night's game. Sunday night's game, I guess. Everybody's saying that the Chiefs are back. They beat the Raiders, for God's sakes. The Raiders are not a Super Bowl contender either. Just because the homes threw for four touchdowns doesn't mean that they're back. Let them beat a freaking Super Bowl contender first, and then get back to me. Uh, That was Sunday night's game. And then the Sunday games. Just off the top of my head. The Green Bay... The Green Bay game was very interesting, to say the least. Um, It kind of was. I don't know if it was boring. I can't say it was boring. I mean, there was like no scoring in it, you know. I get that. But, you know, I know the whole like, you know, Rogers is back type thing. Um, You know and whatnot, I mean, they played the Seahawks, who are obviously not going to the playoffs this year. Okay, they're just not. Um, they're not. I mean, the Packers beat them 17 nothing. The only thing of note in that game was, oh my god, did Jamal Adams actually get an interception? Holy shit. He actually got an interception? What year am I in? 2017? For God's sakes. Like. You know. I mean. Aaron Rodgers. Um, he did have an interception. I know. But. I mean. I think he threw for like. Over, almost like 300 yards. So. I think he did pretty good. With no practice. By the way. Because of COVID. Um, and. The news is not that bad about Jones. So that's good too. The Seahawks. Um, Wilson should not have rushed himself back. He does not look like his old old self. He has, I believe, two interceptions. So, he did not look that good. And what the fuck was Metcalf doing at the end of the game? That's all I want to say. What the hell were you doing? And then you didn't know that you got ejected from the game and you tried to sneak your way back in? Ah, hello? that was stupid to say the least um, so let's look and see whether games were up to note um, the Eagles and Broncos eh. so the Eagles won big whoop um, you know the Cowboys beat the Falcons. The Falcons are not a Super Bowl contender team. So, I mean, you would expect the Cowboys to win that game. Uh, the Patriots like stomped on um, the Browns. I think Mayfield got hurt in that game, if I'm not mistaken. But the Browns don't look the same with or without OBJ. I'll put it that way. It doesn't make a difference. Um... Patriots look like they're going to give the Bills a run for their money for the division. And I will say this, I think the Patriots are gonna win the division by like one game. I really I really think so. And I kept telling you all, I kept saying that Mac Jones was the best quarterback coming out of the draft. Out of all of those quarterbacks, and everybody kept laughing, he looks legit and i will tell you this he has a coach coaching him that's the difference all these other quarterbacks do not have a call well i mean urban meyer is a good coach but the jaguars don't even have a great team on top of it all so even though they have a great coach in urban meyer They don't have a team surrounding Lawrence. That's how important it is for a team to surround its quarterback with players on the offensive line. I keep telling you all this. Don't want to listen to me. I know. I know. I'm a girl. I get it all the time. I get people telling me I don't know why. I I shouldn't know football. I don't know football. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Because I'm a girl. If I was a guy, you'd be all nodding your heads. I know. I get it. Some of your sex is out there. I get that. Don't worry. But I'm telling you. Look at the difference. You can have a great coach in Belichick. But you also need to give your quarterback tools. In order to be successful. That means an offensive line and wide receivers and a running back. If you're lucky you have two running backs and you also need to have a good defense. Now the Patriots defense is not that great but they're doing just what they need to do in order to win games. Difference. Um you know, um I'm saving the Jets and the Panthers for last, by the way. Um I'm just trying to think of other games that were like worth noting. <laughs> um let's say Yeah, Vikings and Chargers. Nah. Uh, um, Oh, I know, right, the Washington team beating the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have lost two games in a row. Oh, my God. Tom Brady had two interceptions. Guess what, see? It happens to even great quarterbacks like Brady. So for all of you out there that, like, slam Sam Donald for throwing interceptions because like, he's the only quarterback on the planet that does this, according to all of you dumb assholes out there Tom Brady does it too and he threw two in this game even though he threw two touchdowns he still threw for two interceptions and I will tell you this the Washington defense really held their ground um, they really held their ground this was like a surprise, so obviously a surprise. Um, and what other game was important to yeah, the Colts and the Jaguars? there nah, no one cares. Um, Titans and Saints. That was a close game. That was a good game. Um, you want to know how the Titans are going to respond without Henry, and they picked up Peterson. So I think it's gonna be a close race. So the Titans look pretty good. I know someone said they have an easy schedule. Well, let me just put it this way. Thinking about the schedule too. Yes, the schedule matters, but you still have to win those games. Regardless if it's an easy schedule or not, you still have to win. Don't make no difference. Go out there and win, and then the Dolphins beat the Ravens. So, loop All right, now on to my two favorites. Okay, so some Panther fans were complaining about Cam Newton's, you know, I'm back comment when he got that first touchdown. But did you see the offensive line for the Panthers collapse on that play? Hence why he ran it where he ran it, because that's where the open field was. Um, but anyhow... So he gets in the end zone. He does his on back thing, which I loved, by the way. And I'll tell you why I loved it. I understand from the point of view that, like, oh, my God, here comes Cam with his stupid shit again. I understand that. Yes. I hear you. I hear you. But look at it from this point of view. He got cut from Bill Belichick. He was told they didn't want him. No other team picked up the phone to sign him when they needed a quarterback. And there were many, many times we've seen this year so far where teams needed a QB. No one one, one called. Finally, the Panthers call, which I'm telling you, everything in life always goes full circle. I continue that for my life and my coaching life. I started at Suffern, and now I'm ending my career at Suffern. It's full circle. But, so, here's the thing. So, he got cut. Nobody wanted him. Finally, the Panthers call him. And they want him. They want him to... They, they need him, basically. Because Sam got hurt. So... I don't blame him for going out there and saying I'm back because that must have been a freaking ass good feeling for him to have scored a touchdown when people didn't think that he had anything left in the tank, when people doubted him. So we'll see how it plays out the rest of the year. And hopefully he doesn't do the same shenanigans because basically it's over now. It's over, Cam. Like, it's over for you now you're back, you scored, the end. Your shenanigans we don't need. I loved his press conference, though, um, before, the, before uh, Sunday's game, and he had the presser, and I listened to it, and he said he doesn't want this to be a Cinderella story. He said he just wants to help the team win games and bring his energy back, which that's what they were lacking. And you have high-strung guys on this Panthers team. First of all, you. Ha- I'm gonna say this. Robbie Anderson has turned out to be an immature little punk. Basically, that's what I- he looks that way. But he has energy in order to help the team win. If he just would translate that energy from looking like an immature little punk into a mature. Into a mature man who just wants to win—that'd be a different story, now wouldn't it be? You have CMC, but like I said, he's a delicate man. That man—you poke him, he probably get like falls to the ground, and he's out for two to four weeks. But he has energy. You got Brian, Bur- you got Burns on you, got Thompson. I mean, you have all these players who have all this fucking energy. Where the hell has that energy been? Where, where has it been? Why, wow, you down in the dumps because CMC was hurt and he was out of the lineup? And it looks ridiculous, to tell you the truth. You should have that energy no matter who the fuck is playing. Um, and I'm just going to say this. CMC don't play that way. He don't play that way. He don't need to play that way like not plays. With that outburst of energy that way. He plays a different way. And you all were okay with that the first three games. Just going to throw that out there. And for those that said, oh, Robbie looks so happy. Um, yo, dummies. He was also happy when Sam was traded to the Panthers. He was the first one to call Sam. And then he was also the one to say in the press conferences during um. um camp and stuff but oh Sam looks like he has a different aura about him there's a different aura about him and he looks so excited to have him so I don't want to hear this shit that now he's happy and oh my god he caught the fucking ball and didn't drop it yeah he was two yards out wow he caught a two yard touchdown let me get the fucking confetti let me see him catch a ball 20 yards out 40 yards out and now drop the fucking ball. Let's see that before I get so excited about Robbie Anderson. They have all this energy. The fact that Cam came in and showed, showed that they're lacking energy makes me nervous that this team is not ready to win. Because you should have that energy regardless of who the hell is playing. You should have that passion, that determination to win, regardless of who's in the game. Now, I hope that Cam can teach Sam a couple of his tricks. You know, tricks of the trade. And you're never too old to learn something new. You're never too young to learn something new. I learn new things every single day. And I'm willing to learn new things. You have to be willing to learn in order to be successful no matter what you do in life. If you're not willing to learn, then you're never going to be successful. And I will tell you this, there's a difference between being having constructive criticism and then just plain flat out criticism. Know the difference. Now, let's move to the Jets. Didn't I all tell you? I told you all, but no! no, no, don't listen to me. What the fuck do I know? You all jumped on the bus. <laughs> ironically, the Gotham City crew has a bus. As, I, as their post popped into my timeline the other day, I was like, holy shit. Um, so they have the bus where they ran over and they threw under Zach Wilson, and now they have the bus where they're going to throw Mike, Mike White under, ironically. And now some fans are on the bus for Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach is so fucking lucky to have the fans back on his side. Oh, get the confetti. You're all gonna be, now you're all on Zach Wilson's team. Team Wilson, Ah, oh, he's so lucky to have you fucking fans. Where the fuck were you when he was down the dumps? Remember, you all thought Sam was the problem. You all wanted Zach Wilson. You begged for Sack. You got what you wanted. And then, because he's not as good as advertised, you will start telling everybody he sucks. He stinks. We need to trade him. He's not ready. He needs to sit. He needs to sit and learn. You guys are pathetic. And when Harrison Glazer on Twitter, my God, can he look any more fucking stupid? First of all, like I told you last time, he goes out there and tells everybody, oh, we need to keep Sam, we need to keep Sam, we need to keep Sam. Then he goes, the Johnsons need to sell the team, sell the team, sell the team. Then, because he was on Sam's side, he folded for the fan base on Twitter, because he's, you know, he's weak. And he goes ahead and goes, oh, no, we need to trade Sam, and we need to get Zach Wilson. We need Zach Wilson. You get Zach Wilson. Oh, here's the quarterback of the future. Like in The Lion King when the baby when the baby lion is raised to the to the audience of the other animals and the music plays. He's our king. Here's our franchise quarterback. And then he's throwing him under the bus. Mike White needs to get a chance. He could be our Tom Brady. This is the quarterback the Jets fans have been waiting for. Which is my favorite then he stinks and now he goes oh don't be sad people don't be sad we have zach oh the man who you all throw under the bus for my point. <laughs> you guys are so fucking pathetic god almighty do you not see what you post and how fucking stupid you all look god then oh look where we are in the draft do we have picks in the top 10 yes with a GM who has his head up his ass great I can't wait can't wait to see who they're gonna draft because oh yes you're really winning this year with all rookies and and sophomore players there's no leadership on this fucking team at all oh and then people thought that Mosley was a leader (laughs) yeah okay oh he looks like a really big good leader to me Oh look at that defense. What a fucking leader he is. Schmuck. He wimped out last season because oh of COVID. Oh my god. COVID. Excuse, he didn't want to play for gays. And now and speaking of gays, not just William Mosley. Whatever, because he's a he know a leader. Um. Speaking of gays, so last year we had the offensive brilliant mind in gays, and this year the Jets have Robert Solly, the, the defense guru. Oh yes, the Jets defense is really killing it. Not only are they killing it, but the whole entire team as a as a whole is really competitive. They got their asses given back to them against the Bills. You had to know that the Bulls were going to come in angry because they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars the week before. You had to know that. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. Just because they make a great OC or a DC does not mean they make a great HC. We've seen it with Bulls. We've seen it with Gays. And now you've seen it with Solly. But you all jumped on his fucking bandwagon. Oh, we got to get him now, JD. JD. We got to sign him before another team does. We got to get him. We got to get him. Oh, my God. And then give him standing ovations before a game is played. He went to a Knicks game and got a standing ovation. And then, oh, what did he say again? All gas, no break. And what did I say to that? When you go all gas and no break, what happens? You crash. I think the Jets crashed, y'all. They crashed into that fucking brick wall, y'all. Because as, and, and as long as the Johnsons are running this team, they're not going anywhere. They're the real pawns of football. They don't give a flying fuck. They only care about making money. Let's look back at their history just for a second. Remember when they all signed Tim Tebow? Cuz they thought Tebow was the answer. They didn't care about T. Tebow sucked as a football quarterback. He sucked, he told. Totally, it was not he was not an NFL quarterback made. He should have went in to the draft as a tight end. He should have. He was better to me as a tight end than he was as a quarterback, but besides that point. They signed him for the jersey sales. That's all. They care about money. They don't care about teams and building a winner. They have no idea about football. And I can tell you, I will be shocked if Woody Johnson runs his social media page. Shocked. I think it's the public relations department that's running it. It's kind of obvious to me that it is. Or at least they're giving him the content. Because this man ain't smart when it comes to football. But y'all want to believe in it. Go ahead. Oh, yes. The Jets have a competent GM. He knows how to draft those winners. You have a competent head coach. Oh, yeah. You do. Oh, my God. Look at him. And your team. Oh, look at the team. Looks great. Why, again, did they trade for Joe Flacco, who's won the Super Bowl, by the way, who is a Super Bowl quarterback, if they're not going to play him? What will they do? Get him to hold the clipboard? Because they needed a professional to hold the clipboard? Zach should not start this week. It should be Flacco. It's week four. Don't rush Zach back. Let Flacco play. And... Maybe you'll win this week. Let Zach sit. Then Zach will start the following week. It's just stupid. But again, it's the Jets. They have no idea what they're doing over there in Florham Park. As usual. The Giants have a, more, um, have a better chance of ever making the playoffs before the Jets do. I'll put it that way. They look more together than the Jets do. Even though I don't think, I still don't think Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback. Cause he's not. He's not on that same level. He still makes the same mistakes. But I will say this: the offensive coordinator really makes him look really great because he knows what kind of plays cater to his strengths. See, the offensive coordinator for the Jets don't do that shit with Zach. That's the difference. But I know what the hell do I know And I just hope That Sam does not come back this year I want to see him play I want to see him out there I want to see him be successful I know he can be successful But I don't want them to rush him back So we'll see how Cam does We'll see Time, like I said, time will tell. You know, and, and the noise, you're going to hear outside noise. You're going to hear things. You're going to see things. I don't believe for a second anything that anybody on ESPN or NFL Network is posting. When it comes to like, you know, who they're gonna, who people are gonna sign for twenty twenty two, who's gonna be the quarterback of this team, who's gonna be here, who's gonna get traded, um, who's gonna do this, who's gonna do that, because they just want you to like their tweet, they just want clicks, they want shares, they want retweets. That's what it's all about, people. And oh, as I leave this podcast, I'm gonna tell you this. If you're trying to find out who the fuck I am, because nobody online knows who I am, let me just get you let you go in on a little secret here. What I post is what I allow you to see. I don't post a lot of things, more or less, about me. I will post things about me. Some personal, some business, right? But if you really are that interested in getting to know who I am, don't ask somebody else. Because nobody else knows me. Nobody else knows me. I know me. I know myself better than anybody else does. If you have enough guts, if you have the guts, then just message me on Instagram. Message me on Instagram and ask me questions about who I am. Be polite. If you're going to be rude, you're going to get an answer. I can tell you that much. Rude people don't get answers back. I just, I just block you. I don't have time for that shit. Um, but if you want to know who I am, the best way to do that is to get to know me yourself. Don't be like these stupid people on social media. Oh, I'm going to stalk her social media to find out more about her and who she is. Uh, I got news for you, honey. Sometimes I post things because I love what I'm posting. And it's great content. That's why I post it. It may not be about me. Like, I've tricked friends into thinking that something's wrong with me. (laughs) Or I'm depressed or something because of things I post. I post things to motivate other people. I post things to inspire other people. I post things about my business. I post some personal things about myself. Not too much. But I do post personal things. If you really want to know who I am, have the courage to reach out to me. And I will tell you who I am. I will let you get to know me. Slowly, but you'll get to know me. I mean, that not that the best way possible to get to know somebody? Instead of trying to guess. Instead of trying to read into things that you don't have no clue what you're doing. Or asking somebody else who knows nothing about me. Or gossiping about me. Because I know people stalk my social media. I'm not stupid. So instead of doing that stupid shit, just ask me. I am an open, literally, I am an open book. You got something you want to know? Ask me. I will gladly tell you about me if you ask me. So, on that note, have a great afternoon. I think, I think, Thursday I will do the sassy Chassy show on Facebook which is present- <coughs> oh, which is presented by Rocking World Radio. <coughs> then I will do my recordings of a fangirl. Friday paid and free. <coughs> and oh, yeah, well, I'm coughing. <laughs> I had laryngitis like for 2 days so I got my voice back. So much fun. Yeah, because we had cheer competition this past weekend, so I lost my voice. Screaming. Talking. (laughs) Which is usually what happens to me. Um, We didn't place first or second, but you know what? My girls did an excellent job. The judges were just very scrutinized they scrutinized they were overly scrutinized i'm gonna i'm gonna say it that way um but now that i know that they're going to be over scrutinized my routine for the winter is going to change so i learned from it see that's what a good coach does we make adjustments we adjust and on that note have a great afternoon and a great wednesday bye